0: The following podcast contains strong language and is suggested for a mature audience. Mm. Mm. Um, I, yeah, as I was saying, I am in a really good mood because I am on half term.
1: Hey, and that what makes you? Me
0: happy. I'm happy. I've on half term and it's bank holiday and. I don't have any uni work to do, so it's just great. It's generally great. I'm just sleeping loads, it's lovely.
1: That's good. Can't argue with that. Like a cat in summer. It's
0: exactly. It's bloody
1: warm outside.
0: It's real warm. We went to We a- went shopping yesterday.
1: Yeah, we went to Asda today and uh yeah, it was just like, well, shorts and sleeveless, let's go for it. It's that weather.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'm looking at my I went I put jeans on yesterday. Well I was going shopping and I thought, right, I'll wear my usual shopping outfit. Jeans and a crop hoodie. Good to go. Hmm. Awesome. Stepped out of the house. Nope. Went back inside. <laughs> sorted it out. Got changed. Yeah. Thought, not happening. No.
1: Like, uh, to be fair, I haven't worn shorts since about... Uh, <clears throat> start of April, I think, at this point.
0: Start of, To be fair, that isn't that long ago. Like, you nah. still handle shorts use this year.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not saying, like, oh, look, I'm not one of these, like, psychos who's like, well, it's February, time for shorts until December. And it's just like, what? <laughs> How's wrong with these people?
0: This time of year is more like when we get the, um, the sh- people with, like, shirts off.
1: Oh, yeah, like, taps off,
0: yeah. When it's real hot, when it's real hot and they're like, okay, I need to be shirtless.
1: Yeah, well, I think, I think everyone is going to be saving that for the Euros when they kick off next month, so there you go. You're going to see yeah. a lot of, what's the phrase, burnt gammon, I think is going to be the right <laughs> term for it.
0: Where's it being held?
1: <laughs> Ten cities across Europe.
0: Okay. That seems like
1: that seems like a terrible idea in a pandemic, doesn't it? It
0: it does. I I assumed it'd just be one, one place. Oh,
1: you mean like they did with the Champions League last year when it was half cancelled? So this uh, stadium in Portugal was like, hey, get everybody into this town. We'll have a lockdown between the players, and we'll just play on this one stadium.
0: that's basically how i assumed it'd go yeah that's to make it safe
1: that's a really good idea no let's do it in glasgow which has been in lockdown for nine months let's do it in london which is more than likely going to be going into lockdown pretty soon as well and uh paul and azerbaijan as well so who
0: knows well that's this this could be could be um third wave
1: third wave I, I thought we were on fourth wave or something now it's too many waves
0: i don't even know what wave we're on honestly i thought the last wave we had was the second wave but there could be it could it could have been i don't know i don't know
1: yeah and um was telling us that um this is our uh regular uh quarantine section on the show uh charlotte was telling mm. us that they'd put up tickets for download festival which is happening on june 21st i believe
0: yeah yeah i've i've listened to karang like on a morning it's like our uh, Sort of wake up radio, mm. um, and listen to it most evenings. To be fair, it's like, it's the radio stage to listen to it at home. Um, and they're talking about it a lot, talking obviously about download because apparently it's um like a pilot festival they're doing, sort of see if other festivals oh, are, right. okay. can go ahead. Um, and I'm I mean I'm supposed to be going to it. I'm not going to download, but I'm um, because the only day I want to go to download is Friday, and I can't because I work in a school. Mm. So um, I'm going to Slum Dunk in September if it goes ahead. So it'll be interesting to see if if download sort of sets the ball rolling.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hope so. But again, is it too soon? We don't know.
0: It in, might be, to be fair.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's, let's just wait until everyone's vaccinated first. IMO, which will probably be sort of towards the end of the year, touch wood. Um, mm. I'm booked in. I got got mine booked in for uh, next Thursday.
0: Your first one? My
1: first one, yeah. Are You're you, you are all vaccinated, aren't you?
0: No, no, I'm getting my second one next Thursday. Next Thursday, I think.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Wednesday or Thursday, I'm getting my second vaccine. But I'm, I'm nervous about it.
1: Mine's on Thursday, so, you know, vaccine twinsies. Where are you getting yours? <laughs> we'll hang out. No. Uh, um,
0: I'm getting it in my arm. Oh, for-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I'm definitely going to be stealing that. Uh, why exactly. Are you, why are you worried about the second one?
0: Because I have the... My first one was the AstraZeneca, the Oxford one, because that is... That I had my first one before it kind of came out that under 30 shouldn't really be having it. Um, oh, yeah. So I was really nervous because I, I think I was worried the first sort of like two weeks after I had it done because that was supposed to be the sort of danger zone of, of, you know, of if anything was going to happen. Yeah. So me just being paranoid, I was just, I didn't enjoy that, that period of time. And I assume I'm going to have to have the Oxford one again because I had the first one, Oxford. So I'm just a bit nervous about it. Worrying that my, that my impending doom might arise sooner <laughs> than I expected it to.
1: Yeah, well, you know, odds. I mean, the odds are always in your favor when it comes to vaccines. So, yeah, I'm just panic. a worrier. Yeah,
0: everyone should get vaccinated, No, everyone should get, vac- get vaccinated. Vaccines are awesome. Do it.
1: One of um, one of my One of my three points that I've got today. One of my three things that I'm bringing up that you can see on that incredibly white sheet of paper that looks completely blank. Yes. Look at that. That's the isn't it?
0: Uh, blank as hell.
1: Yeah, blank as... <laughs> I thought you said something else there. Um, <laughs> is this video that I found on YouTube. If we can bring up the things that we have been watching a little sooner than than we usually do. Yes,
0: of course we can.
1: I found this uh, YouTube video called Vaccines, a Measured Response, which mm. is by a YouTuber called Guy, And he does, like... He normally does like video game stuff and he does a little bit of politics, but now he's done a one hour, 40 minute one about vaccines. And do you remember, not not the COVID vaccine, but you do you remember the MMR vaccine? I say remember. You get it when you're uh, one. Okay. No, I
0: don't then, but okay.
1: Sort of in the late 90s and early 90s when um, a link, and this is air quotes, when a link was found between the MMR combo vaccine and autism.
0: No, pass.
1: No, no, no. Right, okay. Basically, this whole one hour and 40 minute video is the complete debunking of that um, exactly. scientific paper. yeah. And basically, every anti-vax movement has sort of stemmed from that original one and it is just a complete and thorough auto-debunking of it. Um, Good. In such a... Like, there is no, there is no shred of credibility left in in the study or the man who um did it uh the guy who good. at the time was called dr andrew wakefield he's now just called andrew wakefield because he lost his <laughs> medical license um
0: fair that's
1: that's good do you want to know how um doctor uh, sorry andrew wakefield uh thinks um oh sorry made up uh how the mmr <laughs> combo vaccine uh, causes autism
0: can i take some kind of guess
1: yes absolutely okay cool okay
0: so it's your brain so they're going to say that the vaccine either rewires your brain like rewires the connections or severs the connections in some areas or they're going to say that it sort of alters your or it could just say that that it alters your sort of like chromosomes and I don't know
1: chromosomes okay Um, am I wrong? kind of So, what it is is how this alleged this doesn't this isn't true. This is what Andrew Wakefield thinks, and sort of brought this is fake
0: news.
1: This is this is bullshit. Okay. Yes. But you get the child gets the MMR vaccine between twelve and fifteen months, which happens to be the sign where most people notice the first signs of autism. But that's by the by. The MMR (laughs) vaccine goes in. So what happens is the MMR vaccine, specifically the dead measles particles, they um, gather in the gut of the child. Mm. And then when the body is processing wheat and milk, that sort of, with the vaccine as well, creates a morphine-like substance which builds up in the gut. Then eventually that buildup <laughs> releases into the bloodstream autism. which goes up to the brain <laughs> which rewires the brain to cause autism.
0: Wow. Which
1: is unlike literally any stomach virus that has ever been recorded in history.
0: How would Right, okay. So let me get this right. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, of course.
0: He's like, okay, so uh your kid's gonna go get this in you know in their arm yeah. or the knee or wherever the MMR, yeah, Um and they are going to go home have some um you know have some dinner the next morning yeah, bread, gonna have the, bread and the milk the
1: classic dinner of the 90s
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i had it you had it gonna, we all had it we did mm-hmm.
0: um and they're gonna you know they're gonna enjoy themselves have some nice snacks um and then the next day they're gonna wake up and be like oh i feel a bit bit morphiney because they've, build- <laughs> they've got that build up of morphine yeah. Yeah. in the stomach well oh, yeah. What vocalise it obviously, because they're only a you know a toddler. they twelve. What twelve say... months old. Twelve months
1: old, yeah.
0: Yeah. So they'll be saying Something like that, yeah. yeah. Oh I'm Heck. feeling
1: autistic now.
0: Overnight. Yeah.
1: In some instances. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, um, yeah. So then it's then, he, so then that, that then morphine then sort of thinks, Do you know what? I don't like the stomach, it's full of acid. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna get myself up go to the nash. brain. Gonna go to the top of the ivory tower um and and that and that causes autism apparently that's ridiculous
1: yeah so the crux of yeah so the crux of the study is i mean you think like if like say for example you got tissue samples from these kids yeah from the gut yeah you'd be able to find like uh, at the very least measles or some sort of residue or remnant that measles was in the gut yeah uh, uh, no, no, no evidence. No <laughs> evidence has been found by that by his own laboratory assistants, um, and it's just, it is just an hour and forty minutes of, just the. It's so, so thoroughly debunked. It is unbelievable. So, our message is: watch that video and get your vaccine, guys.
0: Yeah, vaccines. 100%, get vaccinated.
1: That's vaccines. A measured response by Hitch Bomber guy. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. What have you been watching, Beth?
0: Um, to be honest with you oh no I have been watching because I finished I finished like we finished loads of our stuff we've been watching. Mm. But the stuff we've been watching has been like the Come Down With Me series that's on, on Netflix. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um what else have we watched? I feel like I, I really should have written it down. I was thinking I'll do that and then I fell asleep. <laughs> um but I have been playing a lot more than watching to be honest. Mm. Um Oh no, something I have watched that I was gonna talk to you about. I watched House of a Thousand Corpses for the first time.
1: Oh, the Rob Zombie film from yeah. the
0: two thousand and two, two thousand and three-ish. Yeah, it was. I know it was. It's been out quite. I think it's about to out about twenty years now. Yeah, so yeah,
1: yeah. that sounds um, yeah.
0: How yeah, was that? So, it, have you not watched it?
1: I remember watching it at like a house party when I was fifteen. I was drunk off my bottom, and <laughs> uh, yeah, it was on in the background. So I'm gonna say no.
0: Okay, fair. Um, so it is. It's interesting. It's very. It's it's very. At, at first, we we're kind of like as it started and got into sort of like more gore, We were like, "Is this going to be too much? Do we need to turn this off? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to be just like disgusted?" Um, but no, cause we, we didn't because we're like, "No, it's a cult movie, and we're into horror, so we're into gore, so it'll be fine." But the thing that gets you is that it it's it feels quite realistic because. It's obviously about, this does like a spoiler, it's about a serial killer family, like a family that like to kill people, and Ah. that's what they do, Um, like at their house. Like Resident Evil 7. Exactly, that's what I compared it to. I said, this is just Resi 7. That is all this is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, I, I was thinking, did they steal this from House of a Thousand Corpses, this premise? Is that what they... It's very similar. Um... But yes, that's the kind of premise. And um, but it's quite it is quite scary because they're doing things like they're torturing people, and it's very it's very B movie graphic, and um, like low budget graphic. And and um, yeah, it, it's it's very intense because it's like this is really what the serial killers would do. <laughs> and it's kind of yeah. like this could happen, so it's it's scary in that sense of like it's more scary than you know like a a, um, a movie about demons or whatever. So I found it scary. <laughs>
1: I mean, demons could happen. That's
0: the demons are already in me. They never left.
1: Oh, there you go. Wow.
0: So don't worry about it.
1: That's that's deep. They're deep within, <laughs> deep within your soul. But no, I was watching. Um, I was looking at sort of like because uh, cin- cinemas are opening back up again now, and just looking yeah. on there, it's like you've got Peter Rabbit two, and then about four different horror films. You've got the Unholy. You've got that new Saw film. You've got a conjuring sequel or something and like a new purge film coming out it's just like everyone's mad for horror at the moment
0: i've always loved talk well i say always yeah. but I, I don't like it when people jump in 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 my in my stuff <laughs> but i'm not one to gatekeep but you know i like horror don't make my horror mainstream i don't like to be mainstream
1: well you know but what? I think what, I, what is is saw the only like big horror franchise that's still ongoing at the moment.
0: I'd say so, it. but it doesn't need to it needs to just die. It it doesn't it doesn't need to continue.
1: Well, that was it. it. Well, this is uh the the one that's out in cinemas is Spiral from the Book of Saw. So you know.
0: Oh, the Book of Saw. Yeah. Like the the book of like, of, like of, the Bible uh, John it, the Baptist. Yeah, like yes, the Bible. i yeah. Think of a a book, um, I think to be fair, thinking about it, if you're saying that the horror movies of in the, mo- the theatre at the minute, the reason that I think that maybe they're choosing to put horror in the cinema is because if you're not someone who's into horror and will just watch it of a you know, Thursday evening mm. um, at home with your tea, then it's more likely that you'd be, okay let's get a group of us and go to the cinema because we can't have a group of us in the house together i guess yeah so that's kind of where i'm thinking they might have done it but I, I don't know it's more of like a group watching rather than people don't have the guts to to watch it at home it sounds awful but people would feel more <laughs> secure watching it with a group of their friends like in, in a cinema
1: yeah no I, I, potentially yeah no it's just very it's just very odd um and lord of the rings too. that's back in cinemas as well it's very strange yeah i don't I know i'm trying
0: to, get them to go back to cinemas Probably. Just I, I feel like I'm done with cinemas now. I don't need it anymore.
1: Yeah, now, especially now where it's just like, oh, yeah, you can get it on, you know, Disney Plus day-in-day day release. Yeah. It's just like, why would I, you know what I mean? Why would I bother?
0: I think the thing um, that, like, I don't miss about cinemas is I've got a very short attention span for watching stuff. So about an hour in, I'll be like, right, I want to I want to be doing something else while I'm watching. or I want to come back to this later. I want to go do something. Yeah, um, And also... Um, I don't. I used to not like it when we had something booked, like if it was like, okay, we're going to go see this this drama movie, um, and it got you know I booked it on like the Saturday, and then by the time it came to the Friday when I was supposed to watch it the next week, I'll be like, I don't want to watch this today. I'm not in the mood yeah. for this, and it's like you're forcing yourself to watch a, a movie that you might not necessarily be in the mood for. So I like I don't I'm not I'm not into cinemas anymore. Pass.
1: Pass. They're gone. Well, fair mm. enough. Yeah. Well, I enjoy the cinemas kind of for the opposite reason, really, just because it's like. You can't have your phone out in the cinema and it's just like that thoroughly encourages you to be sort of present for lack of a better term, you know what I mean? Um, but
0: You're yeah, right, but I get bored.
1: Some, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. You, <laughs> well, you. Well, don't worry. Yeah, I mean, you know, believe me, I've seen some duds at the cinema. I went to go see Kingdom mm-hmm. of Heaven and the, rem- the remake with Keanu Reeves of The Day the Earth Stood Still. Two of the most awful cinematic experiences <laughs> of my life.
0: I've fallen asleep in um, two movies that I can remember. Both of them have been with Lewis. Um, I fell asleep during... In fact, we both fell asleep during um, the second Creatures and Where to Find... The Harry Potter spin-off.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: The second one of that, because it was god-awful and boring. Um, So we both fell asleep. The other one we fell asleep in... I fell asleep in was Dunkirk. I got bored. Really? Yeah.
1: No, you see, I saw that um, when it came to Netflix, and that was that held my attention at home for the whole whole runtime. It was a very tense film. It
0: just, it just didn't hold my. T- I mean, it did for a little bit, but then I just kind of, I don't know. It felt quite a slow burn, and slow burns tend to yeah. make me snoozy.
1: Yeah, that's so. fair. That, you know what. That's a fair comment. That it is very, it is a slow one. Yeah. Anyway, um, have you been um, doing the games that you have been playing?
0: yeah i've been playing exclusive exclusively odyssey assassin's creed odyssey
1: oh sorry just to what was the name sorry just to come back to one that you mentioned on a previous show what was the name of that one where you play as ragdolls of the couple
0: oh um it takes two
1: it takes two i played it yeah have you i played it did you love it I think it's. I think it's all right. Yeah, I think it's. The
0: ending was a very disappointing. It was the ending felt very rushed.
1: Didn't get to the ending. I'll be honest with you. Got okay. About, got about halfway through it because I was. Around it's about,
0: not worth the ending.
1: I was around uh, mates. I was playing it and I was just like, oh yeah, we can co-op this, this, this business. But uh, yeah, no, very good uh, co-op game. It reminded me a lot of Portal 2, to be honest with mm. you. Uh, the co-op on that. Um, but yeah, just sort of. Um, yeah, if you enjoyed the Portal Two multiplayer, definitely uh, play that game, which is called It Takes Two. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. It Takes Two. Yeah,
0: um, I do think that. I just think that when I played it, it just felt like, do you know what? They've taken co-op and made it work the best I've seen it work. Hmm. And even to the the, like the thing is, as well, I find with with games, um, like that as well. It it can really the, the camera can be all really messed up because it's trying to focus on like the wrong thing and focus on the other player and it just but it just was great all the way through so i really enjoyed it and it had good depth perception because i find that with stuff like that like the you don't you can't always when it's trying to to do puzzles and stuff and where you're moving around and sort of platforming um i find the depth perception in like 3d platforming can be awful um but it was really good so i really enjoyed it
1: yeah, no, it's definitely uh, yeah. The environment really helps, sort of like the environmental design on it as well. Um, you can sort of see where yeah. they put all the uh, things and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know, when I was th- when I was playing it, it was just sort of like, you know, like what the- whose house is like this? What's going on here? What's happening? But <laughs> the yeah. house
0: is huge. <laughs> house is
1: massive. Oh my goodness! But yeah, um, good game. A little bit of suspension and disbelief, but uh, yeah, all good. Talk about Assassin's Creed Odyssey
0: um okay i absolutely adore it i played origins i think i mentioned before that i'll play origins yeah that's um,
1: someone in egypt isn't
0: it yes and that was the first one i played because i didn't i wasn't into stealth. well i'm not into stealth um and i no, was expecting assassin's like creed to be no i was expecting assassin's creed to be much more stealthy than it is whereas the stealth's really fun the stealth's more like spider-man stealth which i really enjoyed um <clears> like spider-man ps4 so i've been playing so i finished origins completed it completed it mate um, so now we are on. I'm on to well we have both are onto Odyssey and I love it it's just it's taken everything that was great in Origins and just been like let's make it even better and you can be on the ship and it's like you're a pirate so it's great
1: yeah and it's uh, set in uh, Ancient Greece isn't
0: it it is set in Ancient Greece It's and it's really good they've they've, they've improved I feel on the story from Origins as well because Origins did have a good story but it was in my opinion Louis didn't like it but um Origins was much more kind of like, okay, this is your story. Along the way, people might ask you to go do a fetch quest for them. We have to go find someone and bring it back for them. Yeah. Um, But the story was very sort of like linear. This, the one Odyssey has got like, it's it's choice based and stuff and it's just way more in depth. And it's it's got a really good story, and the story's got like fifty different tangents that you follow in at different times, and it's just it's really good, and all the side quests sort of like merge into being still about the story. It's just they've, they've planned it so well, they've done so well.
1: And what is sort of like the main link? I will I will say this with this game. Have you finished it?
0: Honestly. Yeah. No, but I take my time with or with assassin's creed but okay. I, I just i do i do everything i take i just do all the quests and stuff
1: so what is sort of like the hook i know it's about the is it the trojans and the no the greek and the spartans at war with each yeah, it's, other it's, yeah
0: it's the athenians and the spartans and just to friggin' pull you into it the so when you load up the game and you start playing you immediately are thrust as being king leonidas in the middle of the what battle of the 300.
1: Oh, right, and okay. you're in the
0: middle of that and you're, you're like killing people and stuff. So it starts with that and then basically, um
1: Blood I, don't spoil
0: any- <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but um, I will you say- then sort of like...
1: Beth, I will say, I know the ending to this game.
0: Oh, I don't. don't okay, know. cool. I was just um, to
1: say, don't worry about spoiling it for me or anything like that, because, um, yeah, it's fine.
0: Well, this, this to be fair, this is something you find out. So you then play as a descendant of Leonidas, um I think the grandchild and um yeah so that's pretty well known from the beginning to be fair yeah uh, so you play as leonidas and um you're just badass going around greece and it's just really good and the the environment's amazing the map's amazing the sheer size of the map is ridiculous but a lot of it yeah. is water so it's kind of like filler <laughs>
1: <laughs> bit of wind but, waker <laughs> syndrome going on there
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just so good it's so good. i really enjoy it it's it's all the all the um, like NPCs are just and the AI are just so interactive and I just I really like it. I think it's a really well done game.
1: Okay, I've, it, it is one specifically the uh, the uh, I keep wanting to call it Assassin's Creed Greece, but this is sort of like <laughs> the one that I have been wanting to check out of the series because I played the first Assassin's Creed, didn't really like it, and sort of wrote off the series, but has since become yeah, this that's... massive thing. Um, but yeah i after... think you
0: need to get over that yeah because, like, don't get over it but like get over that hurdle over because it. that's that's why i didn't want to play it because i was like i don't like stealth and i tried like I, I tried to go back and play black flag after finishing origins yeah and i was just like how the hell can you play it like could you have played this at the time obviously it was it's hard to go back when to an older game it was just so clunky and so like the stealth was awful all of it was awful so i can see how like in the older games it wouldn't have been liked. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think yeah, definitely try it again now. If you, especially have you played Spider-Man for PS4.
1: I haven't no. no
0: okay. Haven't. Well, if you liked, basically if you liked that, then have you played Batman Arkham stuff? Uh,
1: yeah, I played the first one. Yeah.
0: Okay. Lewis compares it to that, so okay. it's very similar. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. In sort of the play style, he says that the way I play it is very similar to the play style. He's he's much more. His um, My method is I go into places sneakily and I sneakily tear people down. And then before you know it, you've got an, an empty, quiet, you know, thought. Whereas he goes in with all all swords out like, ah! Now, so, I, yeah, we have different play styles. Now,
1: things. you see, I like that playstyle mod more, <laughs> typically. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
0: just don't like to get overwhelmed, you see. I like to be able to just pick one off at a time and then suddenly they're all gone. That's how I yeah. do.
1: Um, speaking of video games going back to video games from earlier and games with interesting choices and games with interesting NPCs.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah, I was just like, oh my God, she's hitting all the all the points here. I've been playing <laughs> uh, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition on PS4. Ooh, not played it. Have you not? Not the original one, nope. no? Beth, nope. I think you would very much thoroughly enjoy this video game.
0: Okay, I think I've been told that as well by, by, made by lewis so i i will probably have to look into it
1: yeah um i mean it's 100 percent. it is mass effect if you've played the mass effect trilogy on uh, the last generation of consoles it's that but better um and i did recently start replaying sort of ahead of the announcement of this um legendary and enhanced edition i did start replaying the original mass effect on xbox 360 and uh it's Pretty much night and day. (laughs) (laughs) Because Mass Effect... The first game has a good story, but the gameplay is shocking. Mass Effect 2 is a pretty good mixture of both. And Mass Effect 3, it's great gameplay, but the story's fallen off a little bit. So it's a little bit of a mixed bag of a series. Um... But yeah, so if you're
0: playing it on the newer console, then surely the the sort of gameplay. Yeah, no, the
1: yeah they've enhanced the uh, the gameplay of it as well, and like like changed sort of like the way that the way that the game is played, so that it's sort of in keeping with sort of like the good gameplay of the third game, sort of like peppered throughout. But um, yeah, can't recommend it enough. You play as uh, Commander Shepard, and you have to go around space and stop a big evil alien invasion. Um, and I will say with this game, like within the first hour of playing this game, um, you sort of, you know, when it's like, what's it called? Like an exposition dump. Like um, if you've ever watched Serenity, uh, the film or, you know, Star Wars or anything like that with Star Wars, you get mm-hmm. the opening crawl and it's literally just yeah. text as presented to you. Whereas yeah. we've, Mass Effect it is sort of all within the game. You do get a tiny little bit of a writing segment at the start of it, but it's just like here's why humans are here and why they're part of this now what's the word? multiple alien galactic civilization.
0: Okay.
1: Um and you are basically protecting that civilization from an external threat. Um and it's essentially just please council of aliens. I know I'm a human being, but listen to me. We need to come together to stop this thing. Um, mm. And yeah, the first game is uh, really good. I just finished the first one, second one, um, about halfway through it at the moment there, uh, which is sort of a different vibe to it because like, it's sort of the main pull of the first game is uniting against the common enemy. The second part of the trilogy is sort of Getting a ragtag band of people to take the fight to them. Mm. And the third game is just a full on war game. Um,
0: so, is it very much like a continuation of each other kind of thing? Yes,
1: yeah, so if there is, if you make a decision in the first game, that will affect the events. The story will literally oh. change in the third game.
0: I like that. I like it when they do that.
1: Yeah, uh, that and makes th- me happy. I think this was the f- one of the first, or definitely the first AAA game to sort of do that. Um, and do it really well. Um, I'll give. I'm going to give a mild spoiler for uh, the series. There is in the first game. There is uh, you have to go to a facility, a scientific facility, to take out a bad guy. Mm-hmm. When you find that bad guy, you find out that bad guy has revived an alien species that tried to take over the galaxy a thousand years ago. Okay. And the queen. So it's like like a bug type creature. The queen on this one. Says to you basically, it's just like we've done this, that we've learned our lessons from a thousand years ago, and at the end of that mission, you need to decide whether to release it or whether to execute it. So, will okay. they learn their lesson from a thousand years ago, or will you doom them to extinction because of the sins from a thousand years ago? And okay. then, cut to the third game, these you don't hear from these guys ever again until okay, the third game, where wow. on a planet. They basically, they basically help you out of a of a doomed situation. Um, but yeah, it's just like all of these, all of the decisions carry over to the next game, and it is just oh, so good, so fantastically done in a sci-fi setting. If you like Star Trek, uh, Next Generation, um, what else was that? There? There's like some elements of the fifth, uh, or some plot points from the fifth element dragged into it. Um, but yeah. The way that it builds the world as well, it's very good. Cannot recommend Mass Effect enough. It is. It's Mass Effect. It's one of the best games of the last generation of consoles. Nice. And if you've never played it, this is the one to get. So. Mass
0: Effect I'll have a look. Edition. I'll have a look if it's on um, Xbox Game Pass. Because. Uh,
1: Ooh, I'm not too sure if it is, but yeah, it might be.
0: Because uh, we went shopping yesterday and guess what we stumbled upon in a game store?
1: Microsoft Game Pass.
0: It was Xbox Series X. Oh, is that the new one? That's the Oh, you, right, so they've been out of stock ever since release. It's one of those things where, like, we have been, like, looking at stock checkers. You'll the get chi- an email. The chip being, shortage.
1: Like, There's a chip shortage. Yeah, no more chips. Yeah.
0: So you'll get an email being, like, oh, we've got some stock now on, on you know, Costco or whatever. You'll go on and it's, like, now nah, sold out. Yeah. So it's, it's literally, like, they're selling out in seconds. So we heard a vicious rumour that there was, um, in one of the stock game stores, that there was a, a, they had some consoles. We're like, no, there will not because no stores have them because there isn't chance for them to even put them on the shelves. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we rocked up and they had just three. So we're like, yeah, cool, awesome. Give me that Xbox.
1: And have you played any of the new next gen stuff on it?
0: We haven't even uh, plugged it in yet because. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it, it's going to. Well, the thing is, it's acclimatising to its new surroundings, you know, oh, it's yeah, our yeah. new child. um but it's yeah it's we we didn't do it yesterday because we came back from shopping it was late and we were like nah, whatever yeah um we just sort of like carried on with our evening and then today we're going out around like five o'clock so we again it's kind of like we want a full day for it so when we come back tomorrow we're gonna tomorrow's the day of setting it up doing it creating an xbox account for me because i don't have one um i've always been playstation yeah fair enough um yeah so that's exciting new console new toy
1: I love it when people get the new console and they get they only get FIFA for it. I love that. <laughs> it's just like, really? Really? You're going for FIFA? I know there's not wow. much out in the next generation at the moment now, but come
0: on now. Yeah. FIFA. We got offered because the game were like, we have to sell it to you as a bundle. So oh, you yeah, can either it. have an yeah. accessories bundle or you can have a game bundle. But the only game they were offering was um, Resi Village, and which I really want to play. Mm. Um, but Lewis isn't as bothered, and I think he was kind of like, "Well, it's going to come down in price anyway, so why not get another controller?" So we end up getting a spare controller. Yeah, so, no, that's good. Which feels wise.
1: No, definitely, definitely. Because uh, yeah, you always need another controller, especially with you and Lewis playing co uh, op all the time. Um, yeah. But yeah, there you go. Uh, would you like to do a quick vice or shice, and then we'll I would wrap love to do it a up. quick.
0: And I would ha- love to do a quick it Vice or to,
1: And it has to be a quick one. So there we go. Uh, so this is Vice or shite, the game where uh, I read out three headlines from vice.com. Two of them are real. One of them I have done a makeup of. And Beth needs to determine whether they are vice or shite. We didn't do an intro today. I just realised. But there you go. Should know it by now. But anyway.
0: You know who we be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was jumping on. It was jumping on at this. It was jumping in at friggin episode sixty. Whatever you know what I mean. <laughs> in I hope
0: if you have, please stay.
1: <laughs> nah, no, leave. No, actually, oh, go no. back, listen to number one, then come back to. Actually, no, number. I'm not 12. in number one. Yeah, I was going to say number twelve, whichever one you started on. Anyway, vice or shice. There's only two today. <clears throat> Young male and anti-feminist. The Gen Z boys who hate women. Okay. Gen Z is deconstructing religion and finding faith. Okay. We talked to three Gen Zers obsessed with friends. That's the TV show Friends, not just okay. hanging out with people. <laughs>
0: um, I don't believe the first one, because Gen Z are quite woke. Mm. But I don't believe that you'd have made up that full title. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm still going to choose that one, though. My second option was was the third one, but I'll go with the first one.
1: Should have gone with the second option there. It was the third one.
0: Oh, damn it. Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, God damn it, I had too much faith in Gen Zers to be woke, and they weren't woke.
1: I mean, you know, they're deconstructing religion and finding faith, so, you know, good for them. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I've just noticed that a lot of young people are obsessed with friends, which, you know, might not be a good thing, but there we go. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, they did the re- re- the reunion, didn't they? And I just I couldn't care less. I really enjoyed Friends. I really enjoyed the show. Mm. But it's done for me now. Bye.
1: Yeah. I, I, I saw the finale and that was live and that was it. I'm done.
0: Oh, let's yeah. do a reunion. Exactly.
1: Let's have James Corden host it. No.
0: Terrible idea. As soon no. as I saw that, I was like, no, out, done, bye.
1: I do like the uh, Irish uncle memes for Matt LeBlanc, but that's about it. But anyway... <laughs> Apparently he's dressed like an Irish uncle at that reunion, Amazing. so there you go. Anyway. I'll have a look. Number two. <laughs> Just do a clean take there. Police investigating arson after Pornhub CEO's mansion goes up in flames. <laughs> cool. Former Princess Tesse of Luxembourg launches OnlyFans. Okay. Why TikTok can't get enough... Of this post sex semen sponge.
0: Oh, I really want to say the third one's made up, but you wouldn't put something, you wouldn't make up something quite so obviously made up.
1: No, would I not um, know? I'll never I'm,
0: tell. <laughs> I'm going to say the first one.
1: The first one is, is a makeup. The Pornhub C Mansion went up in flames? Yeah. It didn't. Oh, no, it did, actually, ah. it did. Uh, ah. Princess Damn. Tessie of Luxembourg launching an OnlyFans page is not true.
0: I fully believe that one. I believe that one the most.
1: Yeah. Um, Please
0: tell me about the semen sponge.
1: Uh, okay, so it's basically a form of contraception. Um, not a good one. Uh, so it's, I think... No. Yeah, so basically it's a sponge on a stick that you put up, twirl it around, much like a nasal swab in your COVID test there. um and then
0: collects the semen yeah
1: yeah pulls it pulls it right out
0: oh okay here's the message that me and josh that josh and i would like to um leave for for you at the end of this podcast
1: yeah pull out
0: (laughs) no that isn't safe you don't get to make the decisions about what the what we're leaving them with yours aren't sensible get vaccinated don't be an anti-vaxxer
1: yeah don't do that
0: and don't use a a sponge on a stick as contraception
1: i mean if that is literally your only option it's better than nothing however pills implants johnny's just anything there's many other ways to uh
0: yeah just just don't be like this sounds like a good idea it doesn't
1: no what was it the uh the tampon full of vodka that was one that went around our school putting coca-cola up yourself these are not plans okay oh no no yeah there was not did you not have a weird what's it called did you not have a weird contraception myth going around your school no
0: no but i want you to bear in mind that i went to a catholic high school
1: oh yeah you guys yeah i say you guys catholics don't do that yeah
0: (laughs) our, our sex education started and ended at if you're going to have sex... Leave room for it Jesus! Means have... <laughs> it means you're going to have a baby. Every sperm is sacred. Don't pleasure yourself. That that was pretty much our education.
1: It's shit education, that, isn't
0: it? It is. They were like, don't pleasure yourself because it's wasteful.
1: <laughs> you need to think about the environment. <laughs> Which might be the reason for the whole no condom thing. But anyway, that's by the by. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you got zero out of two there Beth as per usual I think you have won one won so recently well. but there you go but anyway. I did well
0: recently I'm holding on to that victory
1: um, yeah I think, uh, is that it for us I think that's everything have we covered everything I think it
0: is okay cool yeah so if you want to follow us on the social media
1: we are uh, off your chest pod on many social medias me personally I am at Thumb.
0: I am at Beth Bethfanglily on Instagram um, I do cosplay and, and stuff and I dress up and play play about and I'm silly
1: <laughs> i dress up and play about and i'm silly all right okay fair That's... enough i just make terrible i just make terrible jokes all the time so uh they're great on jokes. the news so there you go
0: dad jokes dad they jokes and news jokes. commentary is what you do
1: <laughs> i might as well work for have i got news for you anyway <laughs> everyone thanks for joining us uh get vaccinated and uh, we'll see you next time bye, bye.
0: <laughs> look how yellow my teeth look i can't honestly the camera just the camera just makes everyone look horrendous so i won't worry about it hang on
1: i'll just try it i'll just try it with the white hang on no see they still look yellow